Hey gang, it's your old buddy Beefcake from the Randomosity Health Podcast right here on the Randomosity Podcast Network. We'll be right back to the show in just a moment, but first, I wanted to let you know about an awesome interactive opportunity for you to get your personal health and fitness questions answered by our expert guests on Randomosity Health. Now, there are two simple ways to contact us with your questions. Method one, just email us at randomosityhealth at gmail.com. Or method two, go to www.randomositypodcast.com and click on the Contact Us tab. And then you can use any of the methods listed there to submit your question. Just be sure to send your question to the attention of Randomosity Health. And whether on air or in person, our expert guests will be happy to answer your health and fitness questions. Now, these can be questions ranging from the latest diet fad to how to work out properly. It can literally be anything. Uh, it doesn't matter what your question is. We'll eventually have an expert on the show at one time or another that will be able to answer any single kind of question you may have. So go ahead, get those questions in. And uh, for now, we're going to get back to the show right here on the randomosity podcast network we really hope that you are enjoying randomosity health Welcome to Randomosity Health Podcast here on the Randomosity Podcast Network. I am your host, Frank Beefcake Monroe. And I am Dr. Alicia Johnson. And joining us in studio today, we have a very special guest. Alicia, who have you brought along with you? This is Tammy Rising, and I brought Tammy today because she is a wonderful coach that can help people um, understand how to achieve their goals. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so you have this deer in the headlight look, and I'm like, uh, I should. Hi, how's hi. it going? Hello, let's wave. Let's say hello. <laughs> so I first met Tammy in a weight loss class, actually, where she was presenting, and she was helping the people that were in the class understand how to find their why, meaning um, how to find their underlying motivation for losing weight. And I thought it was a great, um, inspiring piece that she did and kind of helping people understand what they were trying to achieve. So um, tell us a little bit more about about what you do with helping people getting inspired and helping people understand why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, so glad to be here. And I just, you know, I work with, um, you know, all range of people, entrepreneurs, professionals, helping them break through to their next level of success. A lot of people um, we find that we might kind of have plateaued in mm -hmm. some level, whether that is weight loss, whether that is financial success or business success. And so regardless of what we're trying to break through to the next level of, there's a common ground that we can all get to to be more inspired to break through. And so one thing, one of the things that I do is work with people to look at, well, what is it that you really, really want? What is the goal that you've got? And so from there, what we do is we then start to break down the why, because the why is where we get into the inspiration, where we're really inspired to take the steps. 
um, I look at the goal as the what and then your why as why do you want what you want. Understandable. And I think that's something that's really important, especially with people uh, on health and fitness journeys as well, because it's so easy to hit a roadblock or a wall and totally lose focus of why you're doing it in the first place, uh, especially when, if you let something like doubt sit in. Mm-hmm. You know, once you start doubting that you're able to do something, all of a sudden you're like, well, I think I'd really rather do this or, you know, and you start trying to compensate for that goal. So I think that's a very important thing. And do you do you find when you're doing this with people that sometimes their why changes as they're going through the process? Oh, yeah. Yes, Frank. I mean, it, it evolves, you know, just as we get further down the line of um, like on a road trip, mm-hmm. you know, to a particular destination, we might find we want to take a different route. It's the same thing with our why. We find that as we are growing and evolving, getting closer to our goals, that we're more in touch with why we want that. And we get more specific or more clear about it, which just fuels the fire to achieve it in the first place. Fair enough. Well, fires need fuel, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. uh, I just want to point out real quick before we get too in-depth, I absolutely love your name. Tammy Rising, like it's it sounds like a book you should have read. You know? <laughs> like everybody's like, hey, do you read Tammy Rising? It's amazing. Well, I heard she rose. It was awesome. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that's that's my side note. Um, so with the the program, and did you? Um, I understand you wanted to sort of give us a little sample of, of how it goes today. Yeah, let's do um, it. You're gonna now. This isn't like a psychoanalyst no, no, or no. anything. No. You're not going to like get in my head and make me hate my mother or something? No. Okay, just no, making no. sure. Because right. that's pretty hard to do. All right. Well, coaching <laughs> and... <laughs> mom makes really good pie. She does. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> pie. That's true. No, I stick with the realm of coaching. It kind of it can, can, can get close to feeling like that, Okay. the uh, the therapy side. But no, I'm very clear that I'm not a therapist. I am a coach. Fair enough. Well, I just I, I just wanted to make sure because the last therapist that tried to get in here, like I think he was committed. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So uh, what's was step that before one? before or after he got in? there just, just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well we, we both happen to be the same place at the same time yeah. <laughs> but uh i'm good now i'm good excellent um <laughs> all right so is there a specific place that we start or um do you is this like a system where it's step by step like how how does how does the realm of uh is it called it's called the Genius project or is yeah. that the company okay the Genius project is um is the is the company yes okay. uh-huh. and is that also the the system that you go through then or Yes, there is. Um, there's some. There's six steps. Okay. To the inner genius. Um, genius is actually an acronym oh. for the steps, uh, and that stands for greatness expressed now ignites uncommon success. That's a pretty good acronym. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it, it just came to me one day. It was just there. <laughs> it was you just know? a genius it was, moment. It was just a <laughs> genius moment. You know, and the inner genius is this um, this inner guidance system, mm-hmm. this inner knowing, the inner voice. Um, so trusting our voice and what we want, um, instead of, you know, relying on outside voices that can sometimes confuse us and hold us back. So, um, what we're, what I'm thinking about today is with the six step system, the success piece is really the, is the why is that's where we tie back into the why. Okay. So let's look at that piece first. All right. Um, so the first question I want to ask is what's your goal right now, Frank? Oh, geez. Um, (laughs) That's a really good question. Uh, As far as uh, are are we talking business? Are we talking health and fitness? Like, let's talk about you. Let's talk about what matters to you. Health and fitness is fine. Well, health and fitness. So let's uh, since that's what we're doing this for um, health and fitness wise. Originally, I just I got to a point where um, I was on the verge of 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. Like I 
after grad school, I put on a lot of weight and it was just kind of a big downward spiral. Like I was depressed about it. And so I would eat and then I would eat and I would, you know, get more depressed. And it was, uh, it was things on top of things. And there were so many things in my life that I couldn't explain. Every time I took a step forward, it was like, I took five steps back. And so it just, it got to be a vicious cycle. And like I said before, you know, I tried before to lose weight, to get in better shape. And, and I hit walls. Uh, I ran into things that were, you know, emotionally damaging. Um, we've talked about on the show before the, the instance where it made me hate gyms was, uh, I was trying to lose weight. And so I, I joined at the YMCA and I would go down there after work and I would run on the treadmill because I thought that's what you did. You know, you run on a treadmill, you lose weight. That's look all these skinny people on treadmills, you know? And so, you know, I'd go there and do that. And then one day I was there and some girls, um, they were younger girls, but they uh, decided to start taking pictures and laughing at the fat guy on the treadmill. And it just it it hurt me. I was I was embarrassed for the first time in probably my life. And so it really made me fearful of of working out around other people or getting in better shape around other people. And so that was one of the things that I think really cemented this destructive personality, this, you know, I can't do anything and I just got fatter and fatter and fatter and in worse shape. And then finally I got to a point where I wasn't able to use scales because nothing went up that high. And then one day uh, I, I was, you know, I, so I just didn't think about it for a while. And then, you know, I, I kept trying these things. Like I tried to eat healthier where I would, you know, go on like a salad diet or something and I wouldn't lose any weight, you know? And then, so finally I got to the point where I was on the verge of 400 pounds and all I could think about was heart attack, premature death, you know, hypertension, diabetes, all these things that, you know, when you're a large person, you, you get, you know, just, that's just what happens. And it scared me because my biggest fear in life is dying before I've achieved what I'm supposed to achieve. You know, like I, I absolutely, I don't, I mean, I don't want to die, but at the same time, it's like, it's not the death itself that scares me. It's the end of life, you know? And so that, that was really a big kick. And that was part of what inspired me to start randomosity. So as far as my goal goes, my original goal was to just get healthier you know? Um, but now like I'm at a point where I've already lost 70 pounds, you know, uh, I weighed in this morning. I'm finally below four thirty for the first time. Yay. So I'm at four twenty eight, which That's is good. Awesome. Yeah. So the water thing works. I'm just letting you good, know. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, because two weeks ago I was at four thirty eight and now I'm at four twenty eight or sorry, three, three, three thirty eight. <laughs> Woo. I'm, I'm adding to myself here. Um, but that was that was a so that's a good step. And the thing is, like, ultimately, like, I would like to be I would like to be 250 pounds, you know, and that's not that's not unbearable. Like, that's going to be skinny for someone who's as tall and the size that I am. But I mean, that's the goal to shoot for. Am I expecting to hit it? Not necessarily uh, all the way, but I want to get as close as possible. And so I guess as far as a goal, health and fitness wise goes that as far as my weight is my goal. But my overall goal is to be happy and with myself and, and healthy, you know, if it, I mean, unless you need something more quantitative, in which case we'll just go with the weight thing. No, I think it's great. The 250 pounds is measurable. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to goals, having something we can measure is very important. So when we start to jump to the why, sometimes it's not so measurable gotcha. or quantifiable. Mm -hmm. It's more, um, it's more kind of a resonant in our heart. So when we look at the why, we start peeling layers of an onion back. Okay. And sometimes we can ask why a few times to get to the core. So if you think about an onion, you know, when you chop it up, it'll make you cry, right? <laughs> but when you get to the core, that's the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. 
right? That doesn't make you cry. You know you've touched the core of the onion when you find the sweet spots. <laughs> so, Frank, we're going to get to the sweet spot. Nice, nice. All I, can think? Th- all I can think about is Shrek right now with all the layers <laughs> and onions and ogres. This yeah, is yeah. exactly it. You know has layers? Parfaits. And yes. Parfaits make nobody cry. So. <laughs> Let's, so, let's so get let, to the sweet spot. So you kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. the biggest fear uh, is dying before you've achieved. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to be achieving? Well, my my life's ambition has, has changed as far as specifics, but I think the overall meaning and message has, has always been the same. And, and that is that I want to, I want to help people who, who can't help themselves, or I want to be able to give back to people who have given to me. Uh, I've grown up um, my, my entire life. I've always been making my decisions to help others. And it's just it's something that makes me feel good, like more more so than myself. Um, when I can make a difference in someone else's life, it, it means the world to me. And that's why I found that the jobs that are most rewarding to me and, and the things that I've done um, that I feel the best about are things that have positively impacted other people. And that's like uh, I, I taught at a, uh, a fine arts academy for a while, which meant the world to me until uh they had budget cutbacks and so you know they had to let some people go and i was part of that cut because i was new there um that that was probably the one time in my life that i've really felt like i was doing something because uh i got to work with kids which is a big thing for me i love kids uh my dream job i've always joked is to be a father like that's what i've always wanted to do uh i don't i don't know why i just i love kids i think we it's because we speak the same language um, I'm very, I'm very childish in the, in the head, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just one of those things like knowing that someone can come in and have an absolute bad day or, or not understand something and then leave with knowledge or leave with uh, their emotions, uh, total 180 of what they were. Um, and so I think that's, that's part of what drives me is I, I know my goal is, to help others. And that's why, um, that's part of why the whole randomosity podcast network came into being as a way to build my own company, work for myself. Because before this, you know, I did, I was a comedian for 15 years and then I gave that up for a girl, uh, because I decided it was time to settle down and, and start living life. And she was uncomfortable with me traveling so much. So, uh, I did that and I took bad job after bad job after bad job. And it just, it got to that point where I was in like, I I was working in sales and sales is great because I'm a person, people, I I like to be a source of information for people, uh, but I don't like to exploit people. So I was bad at sales. Like I was good at it for people who actually needed the product, but for people who didn't, I wasn't, I'm not the shark kind of person, you know? And so um, I actually got into a bit of a moral dilemma with that because it was like, look, in order for me to hit the numbers that I want to be hitting as far as my financial goals, I have to be a person that I'm not comfortable being. And so that made me get out of that realm. And, and so, uh, but then I was like, look, I sell millions of dollars worth of product and the guy owns the company makes millions of dollars. I get, you know, 30 grand in the year. And so I was like, all right, well, if that's the case, then maybe I should just work for myself. You know, it's more comfortable. Uh, I, if, if it fails, I have one person to blame. That's myself. Uh, and, and I'm not the kind of person that lets things fail. So um, I felt like that was a natural progression and something that was uh, smart for me to do at that time. And uh, I still do. I still do. I, I just noticed I was like, oh, well, let me talk myself out of a job real quick. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's just one of those things where it takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication. And Alicia knows this. Um, I work 
anywhere between 100 and 120 hours a week. Like it's it's insane the amount of time that I put into this and with all the different shows and the editing and the marketing and the sales and the traveling. Like it's just it's it's more than any person would want to put into a job if they were getting paid as much as I do uh, at this point because we're still a young company, you know. And so um, I don't know if this answers your question. I feel like I went off on a tangent. Well, let me ask some questions. Yes. We'll, we'll, pull, we'll pull us in a little bit. So I know you've got some four-legged children, mm-hmm. four-legged furry children. Yes, yes. Do you have any children currently? None that I know of. Okay. I'm expecting a knock on the door someday. No, okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> One of those wild nights in grad school. No, um, no I just have the, the two dogs, Brody and Harper. Okay. Uh, and you said something like, do you want children? I would love children. Mm-hmm. Like, I've mm-hmm. I've always wanted kids since I was a kid. And it's mm-hmm. just, I it, it's a very difficult thing to put into words. But, like, I have, okay, I have 16 godchildren. Um, which, if a bunch of people have bad luck all at the same time, I'm screwed. Like, I'll never have money ever again. Um, but the thing is, it's, it's because, like, even with my nieces and nephews, like, uh, my very first niece, Hannah, she's now in high school. But when she was born, like, it changed my life. Because this was a small person who looked up to me and that loved me uh, for just for just the luck of the draw, you know. And the thing is, like, I've probably spent more on buying that kid toys when she was a kid than I've spent on myself for food my entire life. And like, I've loved food my entire life. So that that tells you a little something. Mm -hmm. It's just a bond that I have with Mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to have kids. But my dream was that I would have had them all by now because I always wanted to be a young dad. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, I didn't want to be that guy who has to take his kid down the aisle in a wheelchair. Um, And I think that's one of my fears, too, is so it's at that point where I'm like, I really want kids. But right now I'm like, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's in the cards. And if it's not, then I'm I'm happy, you know, being able to interact with other people's children. But okay. Okay. So, yeah. So let's. That's good to know. So we can work with that. Tell me why. You um, why you want to be a hundred two hundred fifty pounds? We're gonna go back to the beginning. Okay. Here. Uh, 250 is, uh, it's kind of the number that it's, it's a little over what they say I should be, you know, as far as being the perfect specimen. Um, but at the same, so it gives me that leeway because I don't, I don't want to be skinny. Like that's never been my dream. That's not why I'm doing this. Uh, I want to be healthy and I'm, I'm the kind of guy I've always been big. You know, I've always, since I was a kid, I've always been the tall kid. I've always been the big kid. And then, you know, eventually I became the fat kid as well. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where, 250 is is that number where I feel like I would be healthy, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too too much on the other side of the spectrum if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Why do you want to be healthy? I want to be healthy because I want to live, you know? I mean, that that's probably the one that's plain and simple the easiest. Um I want to live without complications. You know, I want to I want to see something and want to be able to do it and just be able to go do it without having to go, well, am I skinny enough for this? You know, um, is whatever I'm doing, is it going to be able to support my weight? You know, things like that. And um, generally you find that that's that's sort of the the tipping point, the 250 area as well for a a lot of things. Why do you want to live? Uh, because that's what I feel like I'm here to do, you know, like <laughs> I, I guess on the, on the base, uh, animal instinct, but no, I, I want to live because I know that the longer that I live, the more I'm going to be able to contribute. And that's, that's sort of what I feel like I was put on this earth to do is, is be an active part and leave my mark. You know, like I want to have positive influence on everybody that I come in contact with. And that's why I'm always smiling. That's why I'm always here when people need me or they have problems. Um, that's why I do this. 
Uh, it's to be able to, because if I can at least, if I can even help, and I know this sounds cliche, but if I can seriously, if I can just help one person, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I have achieved my goal. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if I can help thousands of people or millions of people, then even better. Why? So what we're doing here is we're, we're asking why. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of at the fourth layer of the onion here. I do feel this like I'm talking to a, to an eight-year-old, yeah. <laughs> why? 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 No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, those eight-year-olds, they, uh, they know something. You That's know, they, true. They stay very <laughs> curious. And as we stay curious and keep kind of chiseling away at that onion, we, we get to the, the sweet, part, sweet part. Fair enough. Why do you want to make a contribution? I... I want to make a contribution because that's that's what makes me feel, um, I guess, the most complete is when I'm able to like I have enough that I'm able to give to others. That tells me that I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. And I'm adding to my own personal like because because wealth to me is not about money. It's not about monetary value. Um, I mean, that's that's a good thing that helps you do other good things. But at the same time, it's. For me, I get way more out of giving that money to somebody else than I do keeping it for myself. And so that's that's probably why I like contributing is because it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's go to the to the imagined very last day of your life. OK. And you're putting your head on the pillow for the very last time. Mm -hmm. If there was only one thing you could accomplish over your whole life. You know, up until now and then now until the last day of your living life. What would that one thing be? Oh, geez. Now you're getting really deep. Um, <laughs> uh, We're almost to the sweet spot. That one, stick, uh, stick with us here. I don't know. We just soured a little. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that one thing that I wish I could accomplish. Um, I, I mean, the, the one thing that pops into my head is not having regrets. But at the same time, like, you can't live life without having some regrets. So, um Wow. Uh, is there like a pass or can I phone a friend? Like, <laughs> this is a tough one. Um, let's look, well, there's another question we can ask that gets us to the same. Yeah, let's do that. The same let's, place. So let's see if that works. Maybe. Okay, let's ask another question. Okay. So sometimes a different question leads us leads us there. Just a moment. <laughs> Just escape me <laughs> as I was thinking that. Um, so at your funeral, mm -hmm. what would you want someone to say? about your life uh, I would want someone to say that that uh, just kidding he's not dead like that's probably the first <laughs> thing um, <laughs> and here he is no. um, I probably want someone to say that that I had a full life that it was complete and that I you know I accomplished so much I, I made a difference I guess I, I think that's the point that I'm getting to that I made a difference um, I think that's my personal greatest fear. And I, I think it's probably a, a shared fear with a lot of people is that you'll live your life and not have contributed or not have made a difference. Uh, you'll just be forgettable. And I, I don't want to be forgotten. You know, I, I want I want people to remember, hey, you remember that Frank guy? Like he might have lived 100 years ago, but you remember him? He did this awesome thing that helped these people. Um, I, I think that's and it's not necessarily like I that's not my motivation in the moment, like I'm not doing it for immediate recognition, but I want to know at some point somebody's life changed because of something I did in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So we're circling back here to the 250 pounds. Okay. Right. <laughs> so how does it, how do the two tie in? 
Well, I mean, honestly, the the two hundred fifty pound thing that's that's kind of my my greedy thing. That's my personal like uh, retribution, if you will. Like that's just for me. I'm not I'm not doing that for anybody else. Um, but like the podcast, like Randomosity Health, I'm doing in conjunction with that to spread that to other people. So I want that. I want my goal when I hit that 250 pounds, I want that to be like the icing on the, the proverbial cake of, you know, look, if you if you truly want something, you can do it. You know, like, look at this guy. This guy was nobody. OK, he was he was an overweight guy who didn't have two nickels to rub together. And he created something out of nothing. He bettered himself. And by doing that, he bettered other people. And so I, I want that to be almost a focal point for other people's goals. Like the 250 pounds, like while that itself directly just affects me, I want the idea of that. I want the, the motivation and the, the achievement of that goal to motivate others. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you a little personal story very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I first met Alicia, we were talk- she was talking about it being in a weight loss class. And so, you know, my weight for all intents and purposes is, is pretty ideal. But and for, for personally, for me, the reason why I was in this class was to get even a better handle on my sugar intake, mm-hmm. uh, which is not as much, um, and just kind of really cut out some of the hidden sugars in my diet. And so for me, you know, one of my big whys, you know, we talked about it evolving, uh, is making a difference, mm-hmm. you know, and but for the moment of that workshop or that that program that I was in and continued to be in, um, it was to create a healthy um, fertility because children is something that I want as well. And so I know that the healthier my body is, then the easier I can get pregnant. And being, you know, a later in life, you know, I would be an older mom anyway. Yeah. I know how important that is. And so... What motivates me to stick with eating well, taking care of my body, watching what goes in my body, for the most part, I still like to splurge and enjoy life and, and my food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, the big why is, you know, I don't know if giving birth is in, in the cards for me either. Mm-hmm. But I know that if it is in the cards, I want my body to be ready. Absolutely. So what I'm wondering about you is intuitively, I'm wondering about these children, if it's in the cards for you, if the weight has something to do with being able to play with them, raise them, have fun with them, oh, be successful to, um, to provide for them mm-hmm. and do the things. So talk more about that. Yeah, and that's, that's definitely something that's come into my mind uh, before as well with, with the motivation for doing this is, um, I mean, I've, I've always, I've always like, I enjoy playing with children. Like um, my nieces, my nephews, my godsons and goddaughters, like, that's one of the biggest joys of my life is like when I go over to visit somebody and they're like, I've always had this weird connection with, uh, I joke about it's parents, uh, animals and children, uh, always love me for whatever reason. I have no idea why uh, I think I have a magnet somewhere in my head, but it's, uh, it's the thing like the second that I interact with a child, like all of a sudden we're best friends and it doesn't matter what happens. And before, like when I was on the verge of the 400 pounds and stuff, like I would go say I would go to my friend's house and his his sons are my godchildren and I would go over there and I would play with them and I'd be able to play with them for maybe 15, 20 minutes. And then I'm winded. I'm, I'm done. I have no energy. And having to tell a kid, no, I can't play anymore because you physically can't 
is it not only embarrassing, it's demeaning. You know, it feels bad. And you know that you made them feel bad because all they want to do is play with you because, hey, this is the big guy I've been having fun with, you know, and now the fun has to stop for no real reason. Um, so, yeah, I think that is a, is a big part of it as well is if I, I do get that wonderful opportunity to have children, which is something that I've always wanted, I don't want to be an inactive parent. You know, I don't I don't want to be the, the dad who can't go play catch. I don't want to be, like I said, I don't want to be walking my daughter down the aisle in, in a wheelchair. Um, I want to be an active part of their life. I want them to have happy and healthy memories of me. I want that to rub off on them so that they don't have to go through the things I've gone through, you know, being out of weight and, and, and a fat person. Um, and the thing is, like, I, I in no way, shape, or form make people um, – or want to influence or make people feel bad about their weight because I don't think that that's a positive thing. And I don't think that that's the way that it should be done. Um, if, if someone is overweight, I, I influence them to be happy, you know, do what's right for you. Make sure that you, you know, and that's not always going to be the same thing as me, but I want to know that when my children look at me, that they see my, my habits and, and the things that I do as positive and that they inherit those, you know, um, because I, I know what it was like growing up being the fat kid and it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun at all. And I, I, I wish that on nobody ever. Um, but I specifically, I would not want my kids to have to go through that either. I want them to be the people who are like me and standing up for that kid that's getting bullied rather than be the bullied kid. Um, so yeah, I guess that makes, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So we talked about a couple of things here. Mm -hmm. We've talked about making a difference. Mm -hmm. We've talked about um, children, mm -hmm. and those are part of the. Those were the responses you gave when we kind of kept asking the question, "Well, why?" Well, and you're why? lucky. I usually don't talk about kids on the first date, so <laughs> this is pretty magical. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so we know. Wise evolve. Mm -hmm. What would you say right now mm -hmm. would be your why that when you get up in the morning is the most motivating and inspiring thing to think about as you consider continuing to move towards your goal of 250 pounds? I think my biggest why at the moment is right now I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of being where I need to be and, and being successful to the point that it's going to afford me other opportunities to do things I want to do. And so I think my why right now is the motivation to get to a secure, safe place that, that other things are accomplished. Um, but in reference to the 250 pounds, like uh, my why right now is, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. It's, it's baby steps, you know, like I, I lose, you know, three pounds a week on average. And, um, so when I have setbacks, like it's a big demotivator, uh, immediately because I'm like, oh man, like all of a sudden I'm hitting this wall. But I think that's not uncommon with a lot of people. The, the thing that makes me different is the fact that I hit that wall. I have that moment of demotivation where I'm just like, you know, well maybe, maybe this is like every other diet I've ever tried and it's, it's just done. It's done now. Like I lost this much. Great. That's done. But then I'm like, you know, no, no, I'm not, I, I still am not where I want to be. I'm still not there. And I think the focus on that goal, because I'm a, I've always been a very goal oriented person. Like I'm a problem solver. I love to put pieces together, um, and just create a solution. 
So when I hit those walls, like I try to find something new that will drive me toward that goal. Um, and it's like, you know, I'll, I'll go look at myself in the mirror, you know, and I'll, I'll notice uh, the differences that I see, you know, oh, my stomach's not as big as it was. Uh, those love handles are gone, you know, things like that. My, my biceps are bigger things and little things like that make me see an actual physical difference. It makes it tangible. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, it tells me that what I'm doing is working. Even though there is that minor setback, what I'm doing is working. And so that motivates me to get back on the horse. I reevaluate what I've done and I say, okay, did I, did I fall off here? Did I do something wrong here? Um, and I try to figure out what the little things are that are keeping me back. And that's why, I mean, cause we've discussed in, in length on, on previous shows, uh, the dangers of sugar and what it can, what it actually does to your body and, and sugar addiction, things like that. And we, during the holidays, because I traveled, like there were, I was home maybe four days the entire month of December. Uh, I was constantly on airplanes and, and different places. And being the holidays, there's not a lot of healthy options. And so I hadn't had sugar in, in months up to that point. And I had to, I, I had to have some because it was either that or nothing in a lot of cases. And so I did. And that actually caused me to regress. And I started picking up some of my old habits where I would stress eat. Um, you know, even though I was going to work out, my diet was just horrible because it was like, well, I can eat this crap food or I can eat nothing. And I know that I shouldn't eat nothing. So, um, and I had a lot of trouble like detoxing myself when I got back from that, because it was one of those things where, I, I was mentally not eating sugar, but at the same time, the effects of the sugar were still having an effect on me. Mm -hmm. So it, it was it was not a healthy balance. And so I feel like that is is one of the big things that keeps me moving forward is is knowing that I can pick apart the things that aren't working to make the, the whole system work again. And so that's that's probably my my biggest tool in overcoming that to keep going to that 250. So, well, what I hear you talking about is celebrating your wins and your successes mm -hmm. incrementally so along the way mm -hmm. because like you say if we can see progress that's part of what keeps us motivated to keep going absolutely see that it's working whatever we're wanting to accomplish so a friend of mine just recently said you know i she likes to look at her wins regularly because she's not where she used to be mm -hmm. and she, even though she's not where she wants to be yet she's certainly still not where she used to be what once was yeah it absolutely makes sense yeah so say you just stay we're gonna go i'm gonna just go one we're gonna go okay. to, to heart space here uh oh so say you say you stay right where you're at okay health wise mm -hmm. what's the one thing you'll miss out on that tugs at your heart the most do oh. you feel like you would miss out on as far as not achieving that goal yes um Wow, that is a really deep question. Huh. <laughs> the one thing that I feel that I would miss out on um, the most, I, I think the thing that I would feel like I missed out on the most would probably be the the not achieving the goal, the, the not getting there, the not knowing that I can do something. Um, because nobody nobody wants to ever feel like they, they can't achieve their goal. Uh, I mean, that's what keeps most people alive most days is hope. And if you are constantly beating your head up against a wall, it's very easy to lose that hope. I think that's why a lot of people lose faith. Uh, a lot of people lose the motivation to keep pursuing a happier, healthier lifestyle um, is because they run into a few roadblocks. And 
I, I, I mean, that's such, that's one of those things where like, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, but at the same time, the, the inner ego of me is like, that's not going to happen. Like I wouldn't allow that to happen. Um, so it's, uh, that's a hard question for me to answer. But I think I think that would be the the hardest part would be knowing that I couldn't do something mm-hmm. um, because I've never been the the take no for an answer kind of person. You know, I've, I've always been the if things don't succeed the first time, well, I'll do it again and I'll do it a different way. And maybe that'll work. And if it doesn't, well, guess what? Try number three's coming. So it's um, yeah, that would that would be that would be the biggest part. It'd be the the crushing feeling of of not being able to achieve something. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, like I said, that's, that's one of my biggest motivators is when something doesn't work is because it makes me want to try it that much harder so that it does. So it would be a vicious cycle. Like it would be an endless loop. Like, (laughs) so there's a book written by Simon Sinek or Simon Mm -hmm. Sinek. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Um, I actually talked to Alicia about this book last night. Okay. All right. (laughs) So in that book, it talks about, you know, Apple and their why. It mm-hmm. talks about Southwest Airlines and their why. And, you know, Apple, you know, is, is they're thinking differently. Mm-hmm. They're challenging the status quo. And with Southwest Airlines, you know, they're providing travel for the average person. Mm-hmm. So anytime they make a decision for their company, you know, I mean, recently their, their latest um, advertisement or message to the world is that they're, you know, they have transparency, mm-hmm. which transparency. So, you know, that ties directly into their why. So what, what our why does for us is it allows us to make decisions and alignment. Mm-hmm. So same thing with Apple. You know, any, any new product that they've got out, right, it's new, it's innovative, and they're challenging the status quo on how we can use technology and what we can create with technology. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you, Frank, to come up with a phrase that is your why, Okay. Are you going to come up with it today and feel perfectly um, like 100% with it? Probably not. <laughs> it takes time to gel for us. When we get up every morning and start to say, this is my why, and we start to be in our day and do the things that we're doing, we get more clear about what that is as we live our life from the why that we've already created. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to find a phrase. Okay. Short phrase. It doesn't have to be a long paragraph, but it, or even a sentence. But it can be, right? It, no, cur- it sure can be. You know, because that's really a mission. I want to give a preamble every day when I wake <laughs> up. Yes. And you can do that because really the thing is, it is whatever works for you. There's mm-hmm. no right or wrong way to do this. You know, some of my clients they prefer to talk about a mission for their life. Yeah. Others prefer to talk about why. It's just whatever resonates. Gotcha. So. I got to warn you, you just opened a can of worms because as Alicia knows, I will come up with a hundred different sayings and then it'll be literally a, a well, I got to say them all every morning till one doesn't work, you know? Like, Well, those are different than the why. <laughs> so your challenge, if you're up for it, uh-huh. is to whittle it down to one and it's okay. go- it may be broad. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely work on that. Okay. I look forward to hearing about what that is. It'll, it'll be fun. Okay. Well, and, and hopefully we can have you back on a future show and, and maybe uh, progress this a little bit more because uh, I'm in. Like, I think this is a great uh, program. I think it's it sounds like an awesome uh, motivator. And I, I really – plus, let's be honest, I could use the free therapy. So this is, <laughs> this is good. It's a win-win for coaching, me. Frank, coaching, Frank. Coaching, 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 coaching. Well, if we wrap this up to – the six steps that we talked about, the greatness mm-hmm. expressed now ignites 
uncommon and unstoppable success. Uh So success is what we've been talking about. So the why really is your definition of success. Because, you know, we want to look at, you know, because the world will tell us what success means. And we could be Mm -hmm. striving to go after more money or more recognition or more this or more that. And that's really okay. Um, But we truly want to dive into what does success really mean for us at the end of our life? Mm -hmm. When do we, what is going to make us feel like we were truly successful as a living being on the planet? So, um, more food for thought there. Fair enough. So I would like to make some commentary on what you've been talking about. But first, I want to ask if you have anything else that you would suggest to people if they want to take this further for themselves. Do you have resources to recommend? Is there anything that you have available on your website that people could look at? Yes. You know, on my website, I've got blogs on there and more added all the time um, at innergeniusproject.com. You can also go to Facebook if you're on Facebook, and I have a um, a private Facebook group where I'm offering free content every single day. Okay. That gives tools, and and, um, and we have a day specifically set up where we talk about, and uh, it's actually Sunday, where we talk about the success piece, um, but each day is set up to talk about a different piece of the system, of the inner genius system. So yeah, it's a free group. You know, join the community, participate. The more you participate, the more you'll get out of it. And that group on Facebook is Inner Genius Project Greatness Lab. So if you just search Greatness Lab, you'll mm-hmm. find us. Okay, Greatness Lab. Got it. So the biggest thing that stood out to me while I was listening to the, the two of you talk is that I feel like you could reach some of your why like right now yeah so you have made a lot of progress it is I think really inspiring to see how fast you've grown your um, your company and how fast you've lost the weight and Mm -hmm. if you stay on track how much more of that will happen if you just reproduce what you've done in the last six months six months from now you're going to continue to have this exponential growth that I think will be really amazing. And one of the ways that you could kind of get in touch with your why today is if anyone has made any progress from listening to you talk Mm -hmm. about this, they could make a comment on Facebook or send it an email, send a before and after picture. But I think um, what I'm really hearing is I would really like to reach out to people more and ask them to tell us what you've helped them achieve. Because what I hear you saying is that you want to be so successful in your endeavors that you have enough to give back. Absolutely. You have enough to share with people. Mm-hmm. And I think you're there. I really do. I think you're already there. You've been so successful just even with this, just the weight loss piece, but with other things too. I think you're there to where you are sharing, you are giving back, and people are getting things out of it. And I think that if anyone can can help you with your why right now and respond either publicly or privately and say, this is one thing I've gotten out of this. I think that that's what's going to keep you going. One well, of the things. And that was that was one of the really big things, too, because you remember uh, a couple of shows ago, I was telling you about that that young I lady remember, who wrote yeah. us from Tennessee. That's what I was thinking about. And it it was such a such a motivator for me. And yeah. it's like, wait, I'm, I'm here to motivate other people. But I, I don't when I talk into this microphone, uh, other than the people in the room, I, I don't see the people who are listening at home. I don't I don't go, OK, well, this is for Gloria in, you know, uh, BFE Iowa and this is for you know uh, I'm, I'm thinking this is who I am and this is what I have to say and the people who listen you know they may get something out of it they may not but when I when I got that email and it was telling me that you know hey you are a motivation to me you know you're going through this I'm going through this and the things that you say make a lot of sense to me 
that made it real. And that was the first time, I think, since we've been doing the health podcast specifically, that I realized there are people listening mm-hmm. and, and that they actually are getting something from it. Um, I mean, with our other podcasts, yeah, there are people who listen and, you know, we have contests and stuff. And so we hear from them. Um, but it's it's not the same. Like there they're just getting information and like some jokes here. They're actually getting a part of my soul and who I am and what I'm trying to be. And so this, I think, means even more to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. I should start going on motivational speaking tours. You're absolutely right. Will you be my campaign manager? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. <laughs> I'll get the Britney Spears microphone and we'll be good. Uh, <laughs> I think step one is we just need to reach out more and remind people, hey, tell us how you're doing. Tell us tell us what you've gotten out of this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for those of you listening, I mean, if you do have a success story or I mean, even if it's a minor success, like we're not saying, hey, when you lose 200 pounds, you know, send us before and after pictures. Um, no. No, absolutely not. If you've had a minor success, like say last week you were at a party and you didn't eat a cupcake because you remembered what sugar does to your body. That's a success. That's a major success. Or last week you drank more water with us. Last week you drank. You stayed well hydrated after a hydration episode. Exactly. I drank like crazy all week and water, not alcohol. Nice. Yeah. Good job. That's a first. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after three bottles of red wine, water just goes down. It's easy. Um, No, but exactly. Like, so if if you have those minor successes, like I said, not only should you have an accountability partner, you should have someone that you can share those successes with and that will keep you on track. But but let us know, you know, if this is making a difference for you or if there's something, say there's a professional that we haven't had on in, in a specific realm that you're having trouble with and you want to hear from somebody in that in that profession, let us know. We will do everything we can to find a professional. I mean, we have wonderful professionals like Tammy who come and and share this whole new world. Like I had no idea the Inner Genius Project existed until uh, Alicia was like, hey, my friend Tammy wants wants to come on the show and, uh, you know, she does this. And I was like. That's awesome. Have her on the show. That'll be wonderful. Uh, and then then I was worried because I was like, wait, I don't have a leather couch to lay down on. And <laughs> I, I'm really not Freudian. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of coaches in all contexts, business, personal life. I mean, everything. Because athletic. A- athletic. Those yes. are good coaches. Yes, too. those yeah. are good coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that it's such a helpful tool just to get you through your your roadblocks. Agreed. So so if you want to share those successes or you have questions or comments or you need answers, um, don't don't hesitate. Contact us through Facebook on our Randomosity Health page. You can contact us through the website, randomositypodcast.com. We have a contact us page where you can enter all of your information. It'll come right to us. You can ask questions um, or you can email us directly at randomositihealth at gmail.com. Um, and then, Tammy, you have uh, you have your Facebook page uh, that you mentioned. You have your website. What was your website again? InnerGeniusProject.com. InnerGeniusProject.com. And then is there a specific way that they can get in contact with you? Yes, you can email me at Tammy at InnerGeniusProject.com. And Tammy is spelled T-A-M-I-E. T-A-M-I-E. Yeah, Tammy at InnerGeniusProject.com. Awesome. Well, that's wonderful. Well, did you ladies have anything else that you'd like to add for today's show or... I think next time we were planning on talking about artificial sweeteners. Oh, artificial sweeteners. Yes. So I just wanted to bring that up. You can look forward to that. Fair enough. I will. Yeah, I will I look forward will. to that. That was a very <laughs> sassy. You can look forward to that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, there you have it. Well, um, 
I'd like to extend a special thanks from Randomosity Health to Tammy Rising of the Inner Genius Project, who is amazing. And I look forward to uh, doing more of this with you because uh, I think that you have me thinking in the right direction. And I would I would love to see what going through your actual entire program would, would do for me because I think that could do wonderful things. So, but if you're willing that fantastic. is you're, you're probably like i never want to see this guy no yeah, no yeah. fantastic i think it'd be great and i uh, it's been great to be on today awesome well thank you so much so tammy rising Genius project and uh this lady who's here sometimes whoever she is <laughs> what, what's your name ma'am dr alicia johnson pause for music uh-huh ha! he made me theme music <laughs> And I am your host, Frank Beefcake Monroe, reminding you to, uh, you know, go out and do something healthy for yourself. It's your friendly fellow fat fighter beefcake here from the randomosity health podcast i am here to let you know about our sponsors compound health and fitness compound health and fitness uh, are wonderful wonderful people who have been helping me with this personal weight loss journey and they can help you too if you go to compoundhealthandfitness.com you can inquire information about their services they offer classes they offer personal training one-on-one sessions they even offer a wonderful wedding package so if you're looking to get in shape for that special day they have something for you there too. You can find them on Facebook under Compound Health and Fitness or at their website, compoundhealthandfitness.com. And this is for everyone, whether you're looking to lose weight, improve your health, or just obtain a happier, healthier lifestyle. And if you let them know that you're a Randomosity Health listener, you're going to receive a complimentary health and fitness consultation. So contact them today at compoundhealthandfitness.com. <laughs>